0: sounds ridiculous but I'm not a massive fan of training with other people and that's that's hilarious for a guy that basically built a business out of group group exercise and and training with lots of different personal trainers and I love that and it's it's you know I'm not saying that I don't enjoy training uh, in those capacities but training also is something I do for me you know people always go what do you do to relax James you know what do you do to Take time out of the business because you you work a lot and, and it's really stressful. And I'm like, that's that's literally why I train. Uh, it's it's the only way I have to switch my head off, and and to kind of create a focus. And so those solo workouts where it's just me. I'm normally in the gym very early working out. Uh, so I tend to work out five thirty till six thirty most days, and uh, and that's my time. And, and for, for me. Yeah, I guess I guess live a wild life is about me trying to help people find these exciting ways of of challenging their body, overcoming it and, and giving them that sense of mental strength as well as physical strength through through exercise. Because that's what it does. It makes you feel great about being you, you know and that's that's a pretty cool thing to be able to share with people. Welcome to Fitness Inside Out by Wild Training. I'm James Griffiths and today we have a new episode of Wild Uncovered. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe and remember we add new content every Monday. Alright guys, so Wild Uncovered. The The idea with this series of our podcast is, is it's just me talking about the fitness industry and the wild training story and a relatively unmeasured point of view about I guess where the fitness industry has been and where it's going and And probably more importantly than ever, you know, with us in lockdown right now and, and when the gyms open again there will be, you know, restrictions that, that mean that those, those businesses will have to adapt and I think you know long long term it's probably going to look like a really positive thing for for consumers you know people that are wanting to 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 get fit be fit get fitter and uh, and i think the the level of what we deliver through the, the fitness industry as a service is is probably going to level up and and become more flexible and more versatile and more fun and so I guess I thought I'd take this first, first episode as looking at the 10 years of Wild Training because in June 2010, Wild Training launched and so we've literally made 10 years. And, uh, and I think what, what's interesting is that the reasons that I set Wild Training up, you know, those goals haven't changed at all. But the business has evolved dramatically over those years. And I guess gone through different different stages of evolution as as I guess we've we've been learning. You know, we're always listening. We're always learning to to the trainers that we're working with, to the members that we're serving, and looking at trends in the fitness industry and how we can best I guess adapt to to deliver. You know, what we we want to make sure that the Wild Training brand is is kind of known for. You know, so you know I was, I was thinking about where I started out in my career, and you know I, I entered the the fitness industry 2007. And so, what was that, 20, 21 uh, years old. And uh, and so, yeah, essentially when I qualified, I, I got straight into work. I, I started working at a small private studio in Ascot. And uh, yeah, I got swallowed up by, by much more experienced uh, personal trainers that were established, had their client bases. And, and I don't think I got a personal training client or not any regular real business in, in, in that studio. And so, yeah, real lack of of kind of education and support, and and the things that I've come to really value in in what we, we have, you know, as part of the wild training business, but uh, but I think is really important for personal trainers, you know, across the industry. But uh, but after that, I I got into working at Champneys, and so Champneys at the time was a really well-renowned kind of health spa and that was a, a bit of a blessing you know It was a cool place to work and and, and definitely uh got, got me some great experience you know i was working with you know people like ap mccoy when he broke his back and learning about the cryotherapy chamber that was the first cryotherapy chamber in the uk and so i was, I was kind of running the you know physical fitness side of that and helping manage that that, that kind of uh, facility and just being around some yeah amazing athletes and, and really really good trainers as as well and pretty quickly, you know, I started to establish myself as a trainer there and, and was doing well. And the, the kind of management at Champneys wanted me to, uh, I guess, start to develop, you know, the other personal trainers put me into a, a kind of senior position. But I guess, you know, I, I wasn't anywhere near, you know, me thinking that I was good at the job yet. You know, I, I, was, I was doing well, but I, I definitely wanted to get better. And so rather than me kind of really dive into that that idea of being a senior trainer at Champneys, what ended up happening was I had the opportunity to move to a much more kind of competitive kind of commercial gym. So I ended up working at a, a pretty big David Lloyd club. And uh, and again, there was some really established personal trainers there, all all kind of qualified for longer than me, all had obviously decent client bases. And uh, I guess uh, by, by then I was, I was a little bit, you know, kind of more, uh, yeah had, you know, cut my teeth a little bit better and, and knew what I was doing a bit better commercially. And so I decided that if I was actually any good at this, this job, like, like people were telling me at Champneys that I was doing OK, then I should be able to go to one of these big clubs now and, and not get swallowed up like I, uh, I was in my first uh, my first kind of yeah, place of work. And so, yeah, I went to, to David Lloyd and, uh, and did really well, you know, became one of the busiest uh, trainers in, in the club. And, and what ended up happening was was relatively swiftly, We well, I, I left with the gym manager and we ended up setting up our first uh, kind of personal training business. So uh, so that was a, a personal training studio. And we always had the idea that, you know, obviously a lot of personal trainers want to, they want to run their own business. They want to, you know, build, build a gym, build a studio. But sometimes you get, you get really good trainers, sometimes you get really good salespeople, and sometimes you get really good business people. And relatively rarely do you find that you have all three. And so the idea with the studio is we're going to build a franchise model where we could kind of support other personal trainers with that goal. And so we, we built a successful studio. Uh, and one of the things that we did as part of that studio kind of service was run group outdoor exercise. I guess that was the the birth, really, of Wild Training. Wild Training was was the service that uh, that ran under New Movement, and New Movement was our our studio title. So, uh, so yeah, I guess uh, when when we kind of parted ways, what what I said is I want to carry on the group outdoor exercise stuff. So I wanted to take the Wild Training brand and and go and run outdoor exercise. And and the one thing I I always say is is for any personal trainer running group outdoor exercise classes I, I really think is one of the best ways of cutting your teeth in in a lot of different ways you know so you you need to obviously be very very good at, at creating regressions and progressions and different options of exercise on the fly with relatively limited equipment you know and, and that makes you think about programming a little bit more creatively uh, and definitely makes you I guess create a little bit more empathy with your customers you know and you have to really think about your workouts from their point of view and not from yours you know that's that's part of it i guess the skill of programming is when you're you're creating you know workouts it's it's not would this be a good workout for me it's good would, would this be a good workout for them and uh you know who your customers are could be a very i suppose diverse range of people so uh so yeah while training kicked off 2010 and uh yeah by i mean that was june 2010 by the end of 2010 I was I was too busy we, we had you know kind of nine nine wild training group exercise classes a week and uh and I had a lot of personal training going on because because what happened was I had a lot of referrals from the the kind of group wild training sessions for people that wanted to do training with me but they didn't want to necessarily want to do the the kind of group outdoor sessions they wanted to do the one-to-one kind of personal training with me so so yeah, by the end of two thousand and ten, I was like, right, I, I need to, I need to work out a way to to scale this and to to build this, and and at the time, employing people didn't seem like the right option. So so what I ended up doing was adapting the franchise model that I wrote for the studio into Group Outdoor Exercise, and yeah, two thousand and eleven, we we started the first three Wild Training franchises, and it was really. Yep, this worked for me, but but would it work for other people? You know, can I can I help trainers in terms of developing their their study, their knowledge, their their training skills and, and kind of abilities, and, and obviously their business, I guess strategies. You know, their, their ability to market uh, the what the, their while training franchises and and kind of manage all those different elements, and and so it grew organically really nicely. You know, we we ended up with probably nine franchises by kind of end of 2014 and then while training had uh, investors that basically wanted to kind of buy into what we were doing they wanted me to help them with a kind of their more commercial gym setup They they had a chain of gyms and so we ended up selling fifty percent of the Wild Training brand to Choices Health Clubs, and uh, and that was a, an amazing experience, a great opportunity for me to work with some some really smart guys, and you know the guys at Choices Health Clubs were doing you know a great job, and uh, and they wanted to try and I guess bring some of that slightly more unique experience of what the Wild Training brand was into their gyms, but obviously they saw that by that time you know twenty fourteen we had a system, you know we, we were doing really well, we had franchise managers supporting the the trainer education. And, uh, and yeah, really, we just didn't have loads of money behind us. So, uh, so we started marketing it. And I guess 2015 to, to well, end of 2015, we ended up with 27 franchises. And, uh, and it was yeah, an amazing uh, journey for sure. But uh, I guess we, we learned a lot about trainer education and delivering you know, that, that level of, I suppose, expertise to a lot of different people uh, across the country. And that's something that's massively transformed how we you know, kind of deliver that kind of education to to trainers now with the Wild Online Workouts kind of platform for, for personal trainers. But uh, but it, it seemed pretty quick that we realized that it was gonna be very hard for us to replicate that level of service with a lot of people. It clearly had a ceiling. And so what, what ended up happening kind of 2016 was we, we said, you know what, there's a better way to do this. And so we're gonna like let those franchise kind of agreements kind of like run their course. And then we ended up just basically stopping the franchise because we we decided to set up a gym and, and kind of build, I guess what we decided was gonna be the future of the brand in that we would have a, a really unique, exciting kind of gym that almost served as an R&D center for, for the Wild Training brand. Like this is where we are gonna innovate. This is where we're gonna kind of build these exciting, incredibly effective, you know, fun workout systems for everybody to enjoy. And then instead of, you know, trying to, trying to, I guess, scale that through lots of, uh, you know, personal trainers working for the Wild Training brand, we would put it online. And and that was really where wildonlineworkouts.com kind of, yeah, was born. And so we, we had been creating a lot of content in terms of education for a long time. And 2016, we shifted that focus from trainer education, kind of fitness professional kind of education to to consumer and we started creating a lot of you know online workouts uh for people to enjoy at home and and for a long time the i guess the real challenge was finding the the right way to film it the right way or the right platform to distribute it and uh and yeah that was that was a a huge learning curve in terms of media production and you know how to get all those yeah production values right really and, and to try and deliver a user experience that was was easy and and you know looked good and and yeah come 2019 we we delivered that platform uh, and and right now we're building a native app and so that user experience that's just so important for for you know digital online fitness for while training is, is now really coming to that that you know place where i i think we can compete with some of the best you know, kind of fitness apps and online systems in the world. So it's a, it's a really exciting time. And I think that's that's what especially the last kind of four years have taught me is that for, you know, being in the fitness industry and, and delivering especially any form of, of online content, whether it's just, you know, social media type videos or, or, or whether you do something like, you know, uh, streamable, downloadable, uh, whatever subscription kind of online fitness content you you pretty much need these have a, a bit of a production company kind of yeah uh, skill set you know you need to know how to edit videos shoot videos and yeah deal with you know all, all that kind of stuff uh, to, to be seen as I guess professional in, in where the industry' is going because there's such a lot of competition out there and and there is a lot of really really high quality stuff so you know if you've got some great content but you've got you know rubbish production or you've got a rubbish platform, a rubbish website, it's going to get lost on the internet. So it's uh, it's really important to to get those things right, and I think that's that's something we've learned over a long, long time, and and been lucky to you know work with some amazing people, you know, people like Gareth Beeson, who's he's going to be doing a podcast for the Industry Insight series soon about media production. He's the guy that put the the Wild Training brand video together. So if you guys check out the the you know, Wild Training website and look at our our main brand video, he's the guy that put that together, and he taught us a lot about filming and lighting and, and stuff that you don't learn on a personal training course but uh but yeah it's definitely helped us in terms of evolving the wild training business so uh so i, I talked about obviously why i started well the, the wild training business and and really it was it was simple you know i was i was working on all these different kind of fitness facilities and there was there was lots uh, along the way and it just didn't seem fun you know and uh and i just couldn't get my head around that you know i came from like a Uh, a relatively you know diverse sporting background and I wasn't that good at any of them but like I was I was always doing something I was I was mountain biking or snowboarding or rock climbing or windsurfing or you know doing judo or there was there was a lot of different kinds of sports and uh, and when I got to the fitness industry I loved it I loved the study I loved I loved the job I loved helping people and I guess in in my earlier kind of days of my career it was cool just practicing what I'd learned and and refining that but it got to the point where, where like I say, it, it seemed like enough people weren't enjoying it. You know, when I started in the fitness in- industry, the, the UK had something like 12% kind of penetration in terms of the amount of people that had a gym membership you know, in, in the UK. And that's gone up a little bit now, we're probably closer to 15%. But then you kind of wonder what, what's the other 85% of our population doing, you know, and it's, they're not in a gym, they don't have a gym membership, but it doesn't mean they're not doing anything, you know, they're, 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 more than ever, people are aware of their health and their fitness. And, and so, you know, do they, do they run, do they jog, do they cycle, do they swim, do they play sport, you know, it's football, rugby, netball, there are loads of, I guess, options for people that want to have that, that social, engaging, you know, fun way of exercising. And, and a lot of the time I'm talking to the coaches and it's like, you know, sometimes we always say the best workouts are the ones that don't feel like workouts. And, and what does that mean? And I guess it's it's the ones that have that element of, of learning or challenge or skill uh, about them that take your mind off of it. You know, bouldering, you know, form of rock climbing is, is a very technical form of rock climbing. And it's an amazing, you know, workout. It's a great, great way to get fit. But you don't necessarily think about it as a workout while you're doing it because it's so technical and it's so yeah yeah i guess exhilarating that you're you're yeah, trying to make sure you don't fall off the wall more than anything so uh, so i guess versus you know yeah, spending 20 minutes on the treadmill i think most people would would probably agree that 20 minutes on the treadmill is the longest 20 minutes in the world whereas 20 minutes in, uh, it goes goes as fast as you blink and, and that was something that I kind of, I connected with pretty early on in my career. And I thought, I, I wanna make my training, my my service feel more like that. So, so when, when somebody comes to train with me, whether it's a class or it's a personal training session, I'm going to make sure that's the highlight of the day they're going to feel wicked you know they're going to feel empowered they're going to feel you know confident in themselves and excited for themselves about where they're going and what they're they're capable of and I think so so often people sell themselves short you know all we, we hear is uh, I'm going to come and join your gym but i got to lose weight first or you know I'm too old I'm too weak I'm too fat and it's just like Why would you sell yourself short? You know, like like just step up. It's 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 the hardest thing to do, and it's the easiest thing to do. It's one of those things that as soon as you, you get started, you think, ah, why didn't I do this before, right? And and I don't think there's very many things in life, you know, whether it's certainly like I can imagine a few situations in in business or, or in competition or in training, that were always way scarier in my head. Than they ever were in reality, and that's that's something I always kind kind of try and remind myself is is that yeah normally we make things sound a lot worse in in our minds, but uh, but yeah so so getting started with wild training was I got to make this fun you know and and I was doing a lot of personal training with people when when I was running wild training on my own with people that maybe could only afford you know one personal training session a week, and with the best intentions that doesn't work you know so if you're doing one personal training session a week you need to have a plan around how you use the rest of your week you know so uh, if, if you're you know uh, sleeping whatever eight hours a, a, a night then a waking week is something like 112 hours so if you're training three hours a week it's not even one percent of your lifestyle you know so so I think I I pretty early on decided that you have to do three workouts a week to make it count and that's that's how we built the wild training brand so it was like we, we used to charge 40 pounds a, a month and what that allowed people to do was come and train with me three times a week. So, so every week you could just you could just message me and go right James, I want to train on Monday, Wednesday and Saturday and I was like cool. And what it meant was that everybody that paid their 40 pounds turned up to three sessions every week. And so our average attendance was very, very high you know compared to the rest of the fitness industry. I think the, the average attendance of a, a gym membership, is potentially less than one and I, I know a lot of the the kind of bigger gyms they see as a, a kind of kpi a, a marker is if they can get four workouts a month out of their members they th- they think of them as a as, uh, lower risk in terms of leaving and i'm like four workouts a month that's that's not gonna work right and so so for me when i was i was kind of thinking about the wild training brand and the Wild Training service was like, i'm not gonna do this to you know i guess find work out a way to get money out of people i'm going to work out a way to get people great results and and the results weren't they weren't you know get a six pack burn some fat look a bit better you know and, and all, all, all the obvious stuff it was the results for me was i'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure these people have a blast they're, having, they're gonna have fun you know because if, if you make it fun then people want to have a go you know it's it, that's why we do stuff it looks enjoyable right so so my first rule was was make it fun the second rule was keep it effective because i guess making workouts effective is really really easy but keeping them effective is is slightly harder because you have to you have to keep it creative you have to keep keep it challenging but i i guess keep it engaging as well It's it's got to still be exciting you know so you can't just keep doing the same thing with people but you can't, you can't, you know, just move away from uh, stars of exercise that, that are, you know, exciting for, for your members. And they want to they those, achieve those challenges. They want to kind of beat those challenges. So keeping exercise effective was something that was really important to me. And, and that's where I, I, I guess I built in a lot of personal training concepts into group exercise systems. So, you know, it was like, I'm going to make sure that I change the program completely every two months and so that even if you can only turn up to the same day the same same hour you know class every single week i'm going to i'm going to make that class change so i had you know endurance athletes doing strength training and strength athletes doing speed training and 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 really kind of made people yeah work through these different components of fitness and i think that's one of the reasons they saw such good results and one of the reasons that none of them get bored you know and so our retention very early on was 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 a real highlight of the business and it allowed us to grow it Uh, very efficiently so so yeah the the goal was to get people doing three sessions per week and uh, and to make sure it was an enjoyable part of their lifestyle and and that hasn't changed so that's that's what we do now right so we we either do it at the wild training gym we do it through our personal training systems we do it through our wild live online exercise classes our, our interactive classes and we do it for our wild online workouts you know content and so there's there's a lot of options for how we make doing three workouts a week easy for people, convenient for people, fun, exciting, effective. So, so all of the, the reasons that we started the business are still there. It's just the way that we do them now has completely changed because of all those lessons. You know, what I learned when I was working in the more commercial gyms, what I learned when we start to franchise the business, you know, when, when I started working with commercial gyms in, in kind of a consultancy kind of, kind of uh, capacity, what we learned from working with other people in the wild training business. So I mentioned Choices Health Clubs, they, they helped us grow the, the franchise. And then it was 2016 that we ended up kind of buying the 50% of the shares back from Choices. So, so yeah, wild training became 100% me again, and uh, and that was that was all positive stuff. You know, that was that was us going through lots of yeah lessons that that will definitely um, steer me for for I can imagine an awfully long time to, to come. So uh, so yeah, I guess that's, that sums up our, our hashtag. So a lot of the time we, we kind of say live a wild life, and and people look at me like I'm a little bit crazy. And, and I guess it came out of a lot of my my clients. So there was a time where we were trying to refine what wild training is. Uh, I was very lucky I got to sit down with James Hardy, who's the, the ex-CEO of Alibaba Europe. And he was a real, uh, he was really interested in the fitness industry. He was a, a massive CrossFit fanatic. And uh, and he, we, we, we met through yeah, one of my personal training clients. And he, he just took an interest in the wild training business. And he wanted to sit down with me and kind of talk about it because he said that i was missing i was missing the one liner you know so so i remember when i sat down with him I was, uh, <laughs> it was a very yeah fun conversation but he just looked at me and he said tell me what wild training is in one line and i was like damn like i can probably do it in a paragraph I, I think what i said to him and he said that's your problem because i guess one of the challenges we had especially when we launched the wild training gym we did so many different things. You know, we were doing, you know, all of our functional training. We were doing kind of strongman training, aerial silks training, martial arts training, uh, and so it was, it was relatively challenging to find a way to market the Wild Training gym, be a Wild Training member, to the right type of person with the right kind of message. Because I guess what we would say to the strongman athletes might put off the pole fitness uh, kind of members, and you know what we'd say to the martial artists might put off uh i guess you know some of the members that were just looking for a fun place for the general fitness you know and so we had this real mix of people thinking on one side we were we were just doing you know weird gimmicky you know fun looking exercise and on the other side we had people thinking it was just for elite athletes and it was like well that's neither of those is right so you know james was the guy that helped extract from my head the the kind of lines that we have on the website and the 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 kind of basis of our, our brand video, which is, wild training is about maximising power, endurance and control across the full range of natural movement, and and we went on to explain how we do that and and, and you know the fact that we we build into our system strength training, bodyweight training, and and chaotic sport-based training because across those three, I guess, modalities, you've got such a great variety in training to keep it fun, to keep it effective, and, and kind of to include everybody. And And that was the, the third kind of thing that was really important to me, was that everybody can do this. You know, there's nothing special about me. I wasn't uh, super fit when I was younger. I have never been, you know, uh, a professional athlete in any capacity. Uh, the only thing I've ever really competed in was strongman training and, you know, I guess between 2016 and 2018 because I just thought it was cool and and I'd never competed at anything so I thought it was it was time that I should probably step up and that was that was a really really good uh yeah, good challenge and a good uh, learning curve for me so uh, so you live, live a wild life is is about all those things it's about trying to empower you know our customers to be confident enough to try stuff and not care if they fail and that was that was the trick you know I, I can try stuff and and achieve it and i can try stuff and i can fail and and both ways i'm going to learn a load you know and, and develop and, and probably have some fun you know it's, it's not it's not a, a terrible experience failing at stuff sometimes because i guess eventually kind of it motivates you to to push through it and 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 you know I, I love finding a challenge i always say to people if you want to see me at my best show me something i can't do and and that's where i really get fired up uh, especially if it's something that really excites me. And I think over time, I've worked out that it's only really um, important when it's something that I want. Uh, and that's, that's, that's what I really enjoy about fitness. You know, it's a, a relatively raw sense of it, but it makes me feel that whatever's in front of me, I'm probably gonna be able to handle. I'm, I'm gonna find a way to, to create a solution because, you know, in, in a raw sense, when I go to train, I create a challenge. And then my solution is is getting fit enough to, to beat it, and uh, and that's 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 I think one of the ways that I've helped myself stay motivated for my own training, because I've always worked to my own expectations, you know. So it was like, I'm not I'm not sounds ridiculous, but I'm not a massive fan of training with other people, and that's that's hilarious for a guy that basically built a business out of group group exercise, and and training with lots of different personal trainers. And I love that. And it's, it's, you know, I'm not saying that I don't enjoy (laughs) training uh, in those capacities, but training also is something I do for me. You know, people always go, what do you do to relax, James? You know, what do you do to take time out of the business? Because you, you work a lot and and it's really stressful. And I'm like, that's, that's literally why I train. Uh, It's, it's the only way I have to switch my head off and, and to kind of create a focus and so those solo workouts, where it's just me, I'm normally in the gym very early working out. Uh, so I tend to work out five thirty till six thirty most days, and uh, and that's my time. And and for, for me, yeah, I guess I guess live a wild life is about me trying to help people find these exciting ways of of challenging their body, overcoming it, and and giving them that sense of mental strength as well as physical strength through through exercise, because that's what it does. It makes you feel great about being you you know and that's that's a pretty cool thing to be able to share with people you know and and I I think all the the things we we hear uh, in terms of motivators and stuff like that I try and try and make sure you know while training is about moving forward positively uh, and so so I I try and help people away from this saying I don't want to be fat anymore I don't want to be weak anymore I don't want to be that anymore and it's like what do you want to be let's let's move forward to something you want to get and it's a much more positive way of thinking about your training is staying motivated and, and you know, that, that, that works at any level. So, so while training isn't about, you know, moving forward to be elite, you know, it, it's about let's move forward all the time, every day, a little bit, you know, and, and you can move forward at any speed, you can move forward to, to any level, it's, it's just move forward is, is what we do best and uh and that's what we try and help our clients with and it just doesn't matter what level we're, we're taking that to as long as we're keeping it fun keeping it effective and we're including everyone there, there are literally systems that we have that are suitable for absolutely any kind of person any kind of fitness background any level of fitness and trying to achieve any goal you know we i always say to the team is, is body transformations are really easy you know they are it's, it's, it's an absolute science. You know, I think sometimes people talk to me about fat loss or building muscle, like it's a mystery, like it's magic. And it's, it's not, it's work. And for a lot of people, it's a change of lifestyle. But body transformations, they are easy. Uh, I, I guess what, what we try to talk to people about is, is lifestyle transformations. That's trickier. And, and that's what we're best at. That's what wild training do so well. You know, I think over the years, we've probably inspired people <laughs> to try so many different things that they might have never tried before. You know, and that's not necessarily just in the gym, like, you know, aerial silks and strongman training and, and, and you know, kickboxing or, or whatever it might be. But things like, you know, snowboarding and, and subboarding and rock climbing. And we're trying to always show people that that what we we do with our bodies in the gym translates to a lot of things outside of the gym, where maybe previously they would have said I can't do that. We we kind of try and drill into them the whole live a wildlife thing, which is you can do that. You just, you just you just need to turn up. You you can do it. You just turn up and try, try hard, try often, and uh, and it's always a positive outcome. So that's that's what the whole live a wildlife thing is all about. And uh, and yeah, I, I think that that kind of so, yeah, sent me through pretty much the first 10 years of my, my career, I guess. So like 2017, I wrote an article uh, called 10 Years of Silent Exercise. And that was, yeah, that was when I hit 10 years as a personal trainer. And that was based on, you know, John Hayes, 10 uh, years of silence uh, kind of study that said that he looked at some of the most famous pieces of music uh, over the last 10 years, most famous pieces of music in the world. And he said that pretty much without exception, there was a couple of exceptions, but, but pretty much as a rule, all of the most famous music in the world, most played music in the world, was written 10 years after that composer started their career. And so that's where the, the idea of you have to do something for 10,000 hours before you, you're, you're kind of a professional at it came from. And, uh, and what it basically said was like, anything you do for the first 10 years of your career is probably not something you're going to be remembered for. And I remember in 2017, you know, we, we we built the gym and the Wild Training brand was doing really well. And, uh, and I, I kept thinking about it, I was, like, oh, I was so excited about it because it was like, nothing I've done yet is any good. When I mean, you kind of sit back and you, you go, yeah, that's, that's pretty deep, but uh, it got me excited. It's just the kind of person I am. So so I just started thinking about what was going to happen over the next, whatever, another, another 10 years. And uh, you know where we're now, 2020. And I don't think anybody would have called that we were going to be in a lockdown you know for what's probably going to feel like half a year and uh, it's probably going to force uh, a massive transition in, in not just the fitness industry but i guess the way that we work the way we live yeah for a long time for the future which again weirdly got me excited about everything because that's what we do best we adapt you know and it's the same as our bodies you know the best thing you've got about your body is that it will adapt to, to whatever you give it. You know, your, your body's a mirror image of your lifestyle. And, uh, and I think that in this scenario where we've been forced to change the way that we, we live and work, we're all gonna yeah, create some pretty cool uh, ways around it. You know, that's what we're good at. So, so yeah, we've already got a lot of really exciting stuff coming with the Wild Training brand. And uh, and yeah, I think the whole team has never been more aligned. And that's, that's what's been really exciting to see is that all the trainers and all the members alike they're they're totally behind what what we've got planned and and yeah what we're doing and the way that we're doing it and it's uh it's it's been a really exciting time for us to come to work and say right how do we carry on with those goals how do we carry on getting people to doing doing three great workouts every single week how do we carry on making it fun keeping it effective and including everybody and uh and yeah it's got us yeah uh, going through some really really fun ideas so, um, so, yeah, I guess, I guess the job started as, as a hobby and then turned into a, bas- a passion. And then for me, it's, it's pretty much an obsession now. You know, it's, uh, fitness feels like, like the only language that I, I can really speak sometimes. And you know, I love it more today than I ever have because I've seen, I guess, even more what it's done for, for me and others regarding kind of improving the quality of their life. You know, the, the best drug in the world I know is activity, you know, like just a physical challenge. And I ask my body a question and, and yeah, seeing, seeing if I've got the stuff and, and got the head to get it done. Uh, that's, that's definitely what, what excites me. Uh, you know, when I don't, I fall short of, of expectations. You know, that's that's cool. That's, that's where, do I have the discipline and, and a method to, to train to achieve that goal? And that that's pretty much, how how the wild training systems start to grow and evolve and and end up being something that uh, yeah while training customers can kind of enjoy so yeah where we started was talking about where the industry's been and kind of where the industry's at now uh, and maybe more more importantly than ever where the industry might be going and so this is this is something that i always enjoy talking about because i think you yeah, knowing kind of where the fitness industry evolved from yeah teaches us uh, a lot about what we're doing now and, and what we can probably do in the future and and yeah it's always always good to kind of think about yeah where we where we came from you know and i, I think fitness industry is relatively you know in, in kind of industry terms young you know like i mean fitness industry really kind of kicked off in in what the 60s you know and the, the world became infatuated with with mr olympia you know arnold schwarzenegger came on the scene and uh, and before you knew it gymnasiums that maybe yeah back in the day looked a little bit more gymnastics kind of based. They started to build in heavier weightlifting equipment, so free weights and weightlifting machines, because that was that was the trend. That was where everybody wanted to take their, their fitness training into, into bodybuilding. And then late 70s, 80s, we saw the the rise of the aerobic studio, kind of Jane Fonda came along. And uh, and and all of a sudden, yeah, everybody was building into their, their, their gyms, these kind of open, you know, wood-floored kind of studio spaces. And then 90s, you know, we had a, a more volume based kind of business model kind of started in America when we started to see the, the, the kind of development of fixed path resistance machines and, and cardio equipment like the cross trainers, like the treadmills. And, uh, and what it meant was that gyms could have thousands of members without an army of personal trainers. It, it, it was it was lowering the skill level of, of kind of fitness so that more people could could get involved with it you know everybody can jump on a treadmill and press go you can sit on a, a chest press machine and and kind of push you know resistance through a, a fixed path which which maybe didn't require as much control and uh, and yeah you know if you think about most gyms that you've gone into those those kind of four sections are, are nearly almost always there right so the the free weights the the strength machines from the mr olympia days the the wood floored uh, group exercise studio from from the aerobics days, and then yeah, we've got lines of, of fixed path kind of resistance machines and cardio machines, and and that really is the the makeup of a lot of gyms. And and you know, I think over the last probably ten years, gym space has evolved uh, more than it probably has in the last fifty years, and and you've started to see much more open plan spaces and and you know cultures like CrossFit and, and functional training and uh, you know, other kind of styles of HIIT training uh, from you know, indoor spinning to F45 type hit kind of monitored you know, workouts based around like you know, zonal training and things like that. It's, uh, it, it's brought a lot of technology into the fitness industry, which is really exciting. And different trends and different styles and, and kind of a different way for members to use the fitness industry. So, so we're seeing a lot of uh, like more regular ad hoc use. You know, a lot of people have more than one place where they go for their training now. You know, so you know you might go to one studio for your yoga, you might go to a, a different gym for some of your HIT classes, you might have a personal trainer come to your home or, 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 or you know uh, work out at a different kind of personal training studio. People are very comfortable with being being flexible with where they get you know, their, their training uh, because, because they want the best training. You know, and, that, and more than ever, that's, I guess, a good motivator for the fitness industry to, to look at the quality of what we are delivering more than maybe our, our potential capacity. So, uh, so yeah, I think the, the industry's come from some amazing places and it's inspired some, some incredible training systems and businesses along the way. And obviously, you know, people are still enjoying exercise styles that have been going on for yeah, all those years, if not a lot longer than that. You know, we're, we're using uh, training systems at the World Training Gym that are you know, two and a half thousand years old, which is, you know, the, the, the Persian style of Indian clubs. And, you know, even older than that with some of the, the kind of Shaolin based Kung Fu systems as well. So, so you can take inspiration from everywhere that the, the fitness industry or fitness has been. And I think you know, we look at where we are now. Lockdown is an unprecedented time, you know. And, and fitness businesses, personal trainers have had, you know, a complete halt to to their businesses, and uh, and their, their income. And so, you know, very quickly we're seeing a, a huge shift of, of kind of services go online. You know, that's what Wild Training did. You know, we we'd been building our online content for a long time, so it felt a little bit like we had we had a great head start. Uh, but we we had made a digital plan for wild training back in two thousand and sixteen, and at the time we just didn't have the technology. So uh, you know you can you can listen to the Adapt or Die podcast to hear more about that that kind of change, that evolution of the wild training business for for the lockdown uh, kind of yeah yeah uh, restrictions. But uh, but now you know we've we've had a, a another uh, kind of address from the prime minister talking about how lockdown is gonna to start to uh, be be you know reduced a little bit in in terms of our limitations. Uh, for the fitness industry, there wasn't really much change and then SimSpur, so one of our, our organizations has been in communications with, with the government. So they've actually said that personal trainers can now deliver one-to-one personal training outside. And, and obviously, you know, uh, practice social distancing and, and all the best practice guides that have been coming out in, in terms of how we should be looking to prepare to operate. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really challenging time. And obviously a lot of people, are they just need a way to earn money, you know. Uh, it, is, it is a concern for sure of whether, either it's too early, you know, whether it's going to be done properly whether it's going to be the right thing for the reputation of the fitness industry as well you know our, our personal trainer's is going to do this the right way um are, are people going to try and bend the rules you know and, and maybe take the mic a little bit it, it's hard I, I i feel like it's it's pretty early you know to, to send it back to to yeah uh face-to-face training because uh, it's it's a hard job to do uh you know, whilst whilst practicing social distancing the way that we would want to do it. You know, so we have a massive outdoor space at the wild training gym. We're not gonna open it yet for, for personal training. We don't think it's the right thing to do. And uh, and I guess we're we're doing really well online. You know, the wildlife classes are going down really well. All of our members are begging us not to stop them when the gym opens up up again. We won't, you know, it's gonna be a big part of our business moving forward long term. So I, th- I think there's, there's lots of opportunities for what we're doing in lockdown right now and it's a great time for I think anybody, you know, whether it's a, a solo personal trainer or a fitness brand to, to, you know, step out of your business. I mean, you would never get this amount of time to review what you're doing as a brand, what you're doing as a business and go, are we doing the right stuff? And, and we've actually got time now to plan something pretty exceptional in terms of whether it's a relaunch or, or you know a, a change, a, a pivot in terms of what you're trying to deliver as a brand, as a service. And, and again, for, for, for that reason, you know I've sat down with with you know my senior team, and we've gone right. What are our priorities? What's you know what's going really well right now? You know, and so so we know you know online classes are going really really well. We know equipment sales is going really, really well. We know everybody's being more active. You know, the only thing we're allowed to do right now is go outside, outside and exercise. And so we're seeing all these people being more active, which is which is amazing. You know, whether they're you know, paying the fitness industry or not, it doesn't matter. People are creating a better routine. That's that's great. And uh, and there's there's different, you know, uh, businesses that are doing really as well. I mean, we, we know that public transport is gonna be massively limited. So I've been talking to some of the local bike shops that I have a really good relationship with. They're, they're selling more bikes than ever it's like Christmas and so you're like okay so there's things that are going well you know and we, and we know trackable kind of wearable kind of technology you know the the kind of smartwatches that tell you about you know your calories and your sleep recovery and the amount of exercise you're doing and, and things like that they're, they're really popular and maybe more more than ever, they're going to become more popular because people are doing more activity on their own, you know, and, and they, they should look at maybe tracking it and, and monitoring their recovery and making sure they're getting the best the best kind of results. And I think with more people maybe walking or running or cycling to work because they've got to avoid potentially uh, public transport, that's that's going to be a really exciting change, you know, to, to the industry as well. And whether as an industry we can connect with some of that, that kind of technology, you know, and have a, a greater... Kind of remote uh connection with our customers you know so as a, as a personal trainer could i buy my personal training clients a, a kind of fitness tracker a, a watch and and is there is there a watch out there that can maybe you know connect me to their data so i can start to kind of you know help monitor them and advise them what workouts they should be doing on on each day uh and, and things like that so i think there could be some really interesting ways that we can we can i guess uh engage with this new way of life this new way of work maybe a new way of travel for people to uh, to yeah, uh help them and, and again improve the quality of their life that's the job you know so that's always that's my starting point right how, how can i help people in improve the quality of their life have fun with it keep it effective and include everybody you know make sure everybody's got that kind of level of engagement and interaction and support so uh so that's that's kind of where we're at and then and then it's looking at where we might be going and so you know when i was, I was writing down all this stuff and I was, I was thinking about you know what's going well what's not going well and then you kind of sit back and you're okay so let's let's do the stuff that's going well more and then is there anything on the what's not going well list that we could be doing differently you know and, and certainly in terms of you know personal training for example and and, and you know looking at how we support our personal trainers there's gonna be some really exciting stuff that comes out with, with that. And so, you know, Wild Training for, for more than 10 years now has been supporting personal trainers' careers and education, making sure they're successful. And so we're gonna be launching a, a license called Wild Evo. So the idea is the evolution of personal training and, and our support for personal trainers. And right now there's a lot of personal trainers out there that need help, you know, and we, we're saying, what, what do we need to prepare for? And, and obviously, when the fitness industry reopens, it's going to reopen with some serious restrictions. Those restrictions are going to make a lot of you know, members not particularly happy. And so I think uh, people might go back to a gym and, and find that it's not as flexible uh, as they want or, or remember it being, and might end up leaving to, to find more flexible options that suit them right now with, uh, you know, with where we're at in terms of recovering from lockdown. But what we know is gonna happen already, it's already happening, is there's, there's gonna be gyms that are not gonna reopen again. You know, it's financially this has been incredibly tough on the fitness industry. And so that means you're gonna have thousands of personal trainers out of work. You know, they're not gonna be able to go back to where they built up their client bases. And so we we have created a plan to, to help personal trainers that are now almost in uncharted territory. You know, they need a way to make money, they need a way to connect with members in a valuable way. And so, uh, so we know that what we've got in terms of business support and, and, and marketing and sales advice and, you know, training support and, and business strategy can help these personal trainers. So the Wild Evo system is is going to be yeah that system. And I think, um, yeah, we're very excited about working with more personal trainers. And now we've certainly got uh, a very robust platform for, for recruiting and assessing the right kind of personal trainers to work with the Wild Training brand and profiling them based on, our previous experience and uh and yeah i think uh you know that alongside you know gyms probably moving towards a, a bit of a you know people are calling it a hybrid gym model but kind of what we've been doing for a long time it's, it's basically looking at you know yeah we're gonna have a bricks and mortar gym you know gyms are never going to disappear you know you people people love them and, and it's nice and i think more than ever the lockdown's kind of showing people that it's not somewhere to go and use some equipment uh and get fit it's somewhere to have that moment to yourself like I was saying earlier you know that's that's me time right so you go to the gym and you see that community you know there's people that you you like you know and, and you start to realize how much those communities really mean to us from not just a physical fitness point of view but a mental kind of health point of view as well it's, it's a good thing to be able to go out and and interact with these these kind of yeah facilities so gyms aren't going anywhere you know and, and I've seen some data that shows I think huge percentage of people that want to come back to the gyms it's because they want to just enjoy that community and they want to enjoy group exercise classes Uh, and so as, as well as online classes are going people are still going to want that bricks and mortar gym and then what we'll see in terms of the hybrid gym is yeah we're going to have a gym but then we're going to have probably a combination of of streamable kind of online content and and live like interactive uh you know kind of sessions and maybe just you know live streamed workouts and so you'll have this, this much more comprehensive, like online uh, kind of connection to the customers as well as your bricks and mortar uh, kind of gym, you know, the, the, the stuff that we actually see face to face. And all that sounds great because it means that, you know, the customers are not just getting value from the gym while they're in the gym. But, you know, for example, you know, our wild training members, they're, they're getting obviously value when they're in the gym, but they're going to get more value when they're, they're looking at the wild online workouts content. You know, whether that's the food stuff, the mindset coaching, or just the, the live classes they want, to, they want to kind of hit when they're at home and they're, you know, they're stuck for family or work or whatever, and they can't get to the gym. And then they've got the wild live classes. So, you know, if they don't fancy waking up, you know, early to, to travel to the gym, do their workout, and then have a shower and then travel back home or, or to work, they can literally wake up and hit, you know, a wild live, interactive, coached workout with one of our trainers in, in their lounge or bedroom or something, using our wildlife kind of membership. So so I think that's something that we're gonna see more of across the fitness industry because it, you know, it's gonna help the gyms, it's gonna help them, I guess, connect with more customers, it's gonna help them get more people training more regularly. And and, and that's a really important part, you know, of, of the business is, is Attendance you got to get people doing regular exercise. I've always they're not getting their money's worth, you know So I think um, like I was saying at the start whilst lockdown has been tough and and You know, yeah, it's created a, a, lot, a Lot of issues short term. I think long term It's going to be really positive for the fitness industry I think the level of what we deliver as a service is going to improve I think the the kind of platforms and the cross platforms that we start to look at to deliver the goals of the business goals of the brands is going to improve, uh, and that that kind of combination of, of, of you know looking at bringing technology into our businesses is going to start to become even more innovative than we've seen over the last kind of ten years. So yeah, it's a really exciting time, and yeah, for us, you know, it's it's allowed us to step back and you know go what's going really well for us, what's not going well for us, and create some priorities. And I think this is this is probably always what I'm I'm guilty of is, is I probably Try and think about too many new things at one time, and so you know this has been a really good opportunity for me to step back and think: what's the important stuff? What's working really well? What can we we kind of grow with with minimal effort, minimal time, and what do we kind of you know set aside for a little while? And so so now you know moving forward, we've we've got three things that we're focusing on as a brand. You know, so while training, in terms of you know I guess our revenue, you know what we actually do there's there's kind of four things for us. So so Wild Online Workouts is our lowest price point. People can train with us for eight pound 85 a month. And that gives them access to all of our online content. And that is that is the bottom of our pyramid. And we're gonna build that as, as big as we can, because it's a great service. And, and so far we had nothing but great feedback for it, but we've never really marketed it. So we're planning, you know, this native app will launch. And once we've got the app ready, we will, we will kind of hopefully, yeah, push it out to more people and, and and help more people enjoy that content. And then we know our, our equipment sales have, have shot through the roof because obviously people are looking at more fun ways of exercising at home. And, you know, what was it, t- 2013, I started to play around with the the Urban Strength Bar. And so this is a, a kind of six-foot yeah, pole, essentially, that is incredibly versatile for calisthenics-based exercises. I always think of it as like um, uh, a more leverage-based version of what a TRX can do, you know, so we all know how how versatile the TRX is. The Urban Strength Bar has helped me achieve amazing results in terms of mobility, flexibility and strength and, and kind of control more than anything. And it's gone down as one of the, the favorites of the gym and we've, we've got great, you know, kind of access to them. They're, they're in supply. They're very easy for us to get hold of. They, they cost 49 pounds and, um, and there's something that are going down really well for people at home because they take up like no space. So, so we're going to put more energy into, into selling the Urban Strength Bar, which again is something we've not really pushed outside of our immediate kind of network. So we've got, we've got our online live classes. We've got you know, the Urban Strength Bar to, to sell as a piece of equipment to help people have more fun and get some, some new results at home. And then our wildlife classes are going down really, really well. But I guess right now, people aren't necessarily looking at buying kind of full price gym membership. So that's growing and we, we're still signing up new members to our, our full price rate of, of 55 pounds a month. But it's, it's really through referrals of our current members because they know how good it is. They know, yeah, what the results look like. I mean, some of our members are getting better results now out of the gym than when they were in the gym, you know, thanks to the wildlife classes. And so they're referring people and they're, they're signing up to that at £55 a month because as soon as you do it, you realize that you're paying less than five quid per class. And It's obscene value. So so that's something we're gonna let carry on kind of growing through referrals Not necessarily gonna put a load of time into into marking that and the new customers because it's not the right thing to be pushing right now You know people are worried about you know lots of things and I guess a gym membership isn't necessarily on their on their mind right now so uh, the last one is, is basically Looking at our, our Wild Evo system. So, you know, we're going to do an amazing deal to make sure that personal trainers have great value for money out of what Wild Evo will be. But, you know, we've been helping personal trainers for a long time now. And I think more than ever, we want to try and support the industry, you know, and, and support personal trainers that need yeah, a bit of guidance in terms of how to get through lockdown and how to get through the recovery of the fitness industry. And so wild evo is something we're going to launch with a a three month half price offer and essentially it's going to be a lot of of yeah uh online education online study and, and guidance and direction from us as as you know people that are doing it right now and i think we've seen so much come out very very quickly uh about you know are you a personal trainer and do you need an app or do you need a, a help launching an online business and things like that and i'm i'm sat there watching half of these kind of adverts and things thinking who are these guys you know who are they like have they have they done the job or are they just they've just built an app and now they're trying to sell it to these personal trainers and it just it just comes across to me as as yeah potentially empty and so um you know we've been around for a long time we've worked with some of the best education companies in the fitness industry you know and some of the biggest equipment suppliers we know what we're doing and we're doing this right now you know we 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 have a team of personal trainers that are successfully delivering personal training from home you know live using our guidance using our systems using our training so we want to do that for more people and so yeah we're going to launch a half price offer for the first three months and i have no doubt that any money that people put into the wild evo system as personal trainers looking to build their businesses they will get back and more so that's that's going to be a really exciting thing for us to hopefully support support the industry and so if that's that's kind of what we're doing in terms of services the uh the next one is is really just you know right now we're we're doing really well as a brand and, and i think you know from from the whole the feedback that we've got from the trainers and the members and the customers that are enjoying our services is is all been really positive so you know our plan is not to take our our foot off the gas in terms of our our innovation you know in terms of what got us here right so you know we've we've innovated our training we've strengthened our training team through through some very good developmental you know kind of yeah education and support you know we're still doing team training every single week with our, our personal trainers so to making sure that we stay ahead of the game. You know, we're, we're not going to slow down now. We've got even more programming coming and, and some amazing systems, Shaolin strength and the Wild Trinity martial arts systems are going go to go onto our live systems and our wild online workouts programs. And, you know, we've got uh, bar conditioning. So this is going to be our ballet conditioning system. And there's, there's so much cool stuff coming. So we, yeah, more than ever, we're, we're focused on investing in our our innovation and in our trainers to make sure that we, we can continue to deliver yeah the best quality service possible and then the last one is uh is just looking at our global reach which sounds yeah in my head it sounds really really big but you know we've got our blog and we've got our podcast and we've got our youtube channel we've got our social medias and we want to carry on putting out valuable content. So, so we're looking at all the time at, at what can we do better? You know, what, what can we, we give give away to people, you know, to, to show them the value in the brand and show them more about what we're doing, more about what we're gonna do and get them get them as excited about it as we are. So right now, that, that's, that's it really. We got, we got a few things that we can probably offer out as very valuable services, the different types of people or, or personal trainers working in the industry. We carry on innovating and, and developing what we're good at you know and get better at it and, and get better at new stuff you know and support our team and make sure they're as strong as they can be and uh, and yeah carry on trying to reach more people you know because that was that was the goal right how can i help more people improve the quality of their life and, and have fun keeping exercise effective and and making sure that we try and include everybody in that so that that's that's 10 years of wild training so that about wraps it up for this podcast. But thank you for listening to this episode of Wild Uncovered. This is Fitness Inside Out by Wild Training and I'm James Griffiths. If you like the show, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and more. Subscribe to hear a new episode every Monday. Next time on this show, I'm going to be talking about my routine. So this is how I kind of structure my day to be as productive as I can, stay healthy and uh, yeah, keep my head straight. So uh, yeah, might be some interesting stuff for uh, you if you catch that podcast. If you have any feedback, a question or a topic you'd like to request for us to cover, drop us a voice message as we always listen to all of them. Your question may even feature on next week's podcast.